Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. And this is Devin Leary. I think... We just watched one of, listen, there's many, there's many good episodes of reality television. I don't need to tell you that. I think this recent episode of Salt Lake City is one of the best reality, it's best Real Housewives episodes I've ever seen. Um, Devin's scanning her brain. I feel like it doesn't quite compare to the Jen Shaw sprinter van episode, just given like the SWAT teams involved. Sure. The, just the given this, the, the, um, the national by the government. government. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it was a pretty good one. I think it's like just exciting what's happening with Bravo right now because a lot of things are getting revamped. We're getting and it's at it's, of course, at the loss of of really important things in people's personal lives that we're watching, but we're getting right. to see Vanderpump. We got a whole new awakening there. Apparently on Real Houses of Beverly Hills, we have Kyle and Mauricio separation to look forward to. People are saying Dory and PK potentially. Wow. Things are falling apart. And then we have Summer House. We're going to get the Lindsay and Carl drama, which... Ugh is going to be I, I so good will tune back in is what that means because right. i had i zero interest in last season i was like danielle and Lindsay fight danielle fights for like a main character energy that's fine i don't need to watch that well some of us put the work in 24 7 and then we get to enjoy a little bit more when the good stuff happens some of us tune in no matter what how about that rain you or shine and Sierra eat pizza in bed yep. and drink coffee in bed yep. talking about like how crazy last night was. Yep. I'll watch them do absolutely anything. And this is the thing. It's like a sports. That's why it's like a sports team. Even though I right. know I said right. I've been saying all season, I'm like, I'm going to get into sports. I'm going to get into football. I haven't yet been able to make it there. 
I paid for a sus- subscription literally to watch football. And yet I'm I so still can't. I'm so confused why you did this. Because I wanted to be a part of the something to do every Thursday and Sunday. I wanted to root okay. against my ex-boyfriend's team. Okay, that makes sense. Which is really easy because they lose all the fucking time. Um, and I just wanted to like explore. I think like the I think the athletes themselves are interesting. The drama, the personal lives, the heart, the hardship that goes into becoming an athlete. The fact that a lot of them are probably gay. I love. Oh, um, but I can't get there. I'm trying. But then the thing is that I understand them. Because I am like that with Bravo. I'm I am not a fair weather fan. I am watching every single moment. If they win or they lose, I'm there the whole season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same goes for right now. But this year also we're getting really good rookie classes. I saw a tweet about this. They, it was a picture of JT or JD. I think it's JT, the new it's guy JT, on Southern Charm. The new guy on Southern Charm. Oh, thank you for saying exactly what I just said. Um <laughs> Wow, we are three minutes and 44 seconds in, and that was really Some spice. And we said at the same time, because I hadn't heard you say it yet, but continue. So there was a tweet that was JT and Monica's pictures next to each other, and it said the rookie class on Bravo this year is really serving, and they are. So I find that all exciting, and, and the most recent episode of Salt Lake City was absolutely no less, because... That Salt Lake City is full of stars right now. That's I will true. say, Angie K. No, everybody else, they're really they have the quality that's required. Angie K. is a necessary villain to have right now. She's I cringe, but I don't she's... understand what she's doing or upset about. Like I literally don't understand what she's saying ever. She talks so much, and I, I'm like, but what's being said? Like she's like. And we opened a salon and my husband and then my husband walked in and I said, oh, and then Baba. And I'm like, but what are you saying? Like nothing you're saying is actually of substance or value. Like, I just don't understand what her problem is, what Meredith's problem is with her. I loved the whole fight, but I completely lost the thread. I have no idea why they were upset. I literally was saying to my friend I was watching with the whole time, what are they fighting about? What are they fighting about? And she said, don't worry, they'll do a flashback. Don't worry, they'll do a flashback. And sure enough, they did a flashback where at a reunion, Angie says, you obviously um, can't work in an office because you have no people skills to Meredith. That is the core of why Meredith then was like, okay, I'm not inviting her to the Palm Springs trip. Angie decides to go already. I mean, I, in my opinion, I just think Angie feels left out, wants to feel like a housewife, like one of the stars. That's why she clung so hard to Jen Shaw. That's why she's clinging to Lisa. I agree with Heather. She just like clings to people. I love that Monica got here. Um, I hope she stays forever. I just love her on my TV screen. And I love that she immediately was acting like a normal person. And in terms of when Angie was talking shit about her, she wasn't going to make it a thing and save it for her like interview. She just walked in and was like, Hey, you sound really upset. One thing I will say is Angie is a people person and people, 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 people I think people. are the worst people on earth because you know who else says they're people, people who who's like, I'm a people person. Every single Real estate agent on (laughs) selling Sunset, selling the OC, selling Tampa. I'm a people person. I'm a people person. And I'm basically like, because you have, you lack, not, not all of them. There's, there's of course people on selling Sunset and people on selling OC that I like, Mm 
and I actually haven't watched Selling Tampa, but like Alex Hall, out Al- the Jarvis is or whatever, Christine, these other people, it's like they just lack the Davina, like they lack the discernment to see why people aren't good. Everything's all fine to them all the time. And every once in a while, I get so sick of my fucking mental illness and rage inside me that I'm like, maybe I wish I was just like a a people person, like just normal and happy and nothing bothers me. And then I would not be interesting, but I would be happy and probably have a house with like cute Halloween gourds outside. Ooh, yeah, that does sound fun. But, you know, I don't know. There's, I, you there's have no a daughter way for me named, to get like, there. Millie May. Yeah. I will say Mary M. Cosby was my favorite part of this episode. She was just slinging the best, like, I wouldn't even call them one-liners, just responses. I just, <laughs> I've never seen a housewife who clearly does not want to be there at all. So, for instance, when girls so are true. like, come sit with us, Mary, she says, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Sits two seats away and says, don't talk to me in that voice. Yeah, she can't handle it. I just love what a loner she is. I loved when they did a series of shots of just her sitting alone, eating in different places. I've never identified more. Like when she's watching them um, play like their snowball game and just going, what are they doing? Yeah. I, of course, identify. Heather got really drunk and threw up um, everywhere in a sprinter van and a little bit on Whitney, um, which I and felt And you know what bad. people are saying, right? What? That she peed? That she peed. Okay, so are they saying that's the, what that water is? That's what, the li- that's what the liquid is. That's what people are saying. I mean, it's a tough conversation to have. It's been yeah. had to be had. It's been had to be had, but it's been it's a been tough had conversation. It's been had about us before in our past. And so, you know, we know, we know the pain that Heather is going. Actually, we don't because that wasn't on television. But I will say I did feel bad for her. Like, I was like, I actually can't believe they showed that. And I can't believe fucking Whitney's ass left her and left the door open. It was like, oh, ew, I can't deal with that. Like. I get when people have an issue with throw up, but make sure stand by the door and make sure your friend doesn't get filmed on national television. How about your cousin? cousin, Can you imagine that? Like leaving your friend and being like, oh, I guess like best of luck to you. And then they're on national television pissing a sprinter van. And that's your fault. (laughs) I mean, I think that's fucked up. And but at that being said, I felt really bad for Heather that it was shown. But then she reposted all the videos on her Instagram which could be like she just owned a, it. a sign that she's like not like can't cope with it any other way. But I don't yeah, know. I would. I I don't even know what what you were. I, you go to therapy. You handle that with a trauma counselor. Yeah. Um. I did love Heather drunk at dinner, just laughing like out loud, tilting her hat to the side. At one point, um, saying <laughs> fresh powder, fresh start as a joke <laughs> to Whitney. I loved and I thought it was one of the more uncomfortable moments in a great way that Monica called out Lisa for constantly talking about her $60,000 ring. Yeah. This is my, like, if you have a $60,000 ring, you deserve to lose it. Yeah. Just don't have that. Like, just don't have that. There's no other, there is no other solution besides just don't have that. Like, my mom's friend had this great piece of advice where she was like, if it's too expensive that you would like, die if anything happened to it you cannot afford to own it yeah shit happens to things shit does happen to things it really does and 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 that that is true since the earth first got big banged i want true romance 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Well, speaking of the earth getting big banged, that's what happened when Meredith screamed, <laughs> you, you can, can leave. It was one of, it shook me and her eyes got so big. And then she said, security, security, went to about a 108 pound waiter and said, excuse me, she needs to leave. She's behaving very inappropriately. Meredith's accent, I have I have seen people who, when they are inebriated, go to accents. And it's very unsettling because you think, who are you and who are you pretending to be right now? I knew a girl once when she was stoned, she spoke in a British accent. And it was so annoying. I just think, like, imagine being that waiter and you're probably <laughs> so excited. You're like the the actual Real Housewives of Salt Lake City are here. Like I'm losing. You could see in his face that he was like kind of happy. Like he's like, it's oh my true. god, like, Meredith oh my is god. like screaming at me right now. Like and she's saying that I have like that is like the best case scenario. Because imagine you're doing a Housewives dinner and it's the Rony 2.0 cast and they're just right. like sitting there nicely, like not getting upset about anything. And you're just kind of like, okay. Then you get Meredith like to get that dinner of all of all things and to get approached saying you need to kick her out because I am the host of this dinner. It's like, okay, but you're not the host or owner of the restaurant. That's not how it works. Like it's all so wild. And then I thought this was what I found a little heartbreaking is that Meredith goes to Lisa says the craziest things in the craziest outfit. Like, do you want to talk about the rumors about her husband? 
And who's, whose husband was she talking about? Angie Cage? Angie's, who's obviously, yeah, he's probably not a straight man. I think he could be straight and just like doing his own thing. That's I don't true. Know. Who knows? It's hard to um, tell with those Joe Rogan types. With the Joe Rogan hairstylist, it's unclear. But I will say that Lisa looks in. I really thought from appearances, she was taking care of her friend. She was consoling her friend. And I thought, you know, the gang's back together. Meredith and Lisa are tight again. And Lisa immediately in her interview is on Angie's side. Like I have been where Angie is right now, where people are starting rumors about me. Of course, we cut back to Meredith being like she's done sexual favors for Vita Tequila to be featured in different settings. And I realized that that would probably forever um, break up a relationship. If someone said I was blowing someone for uh, basketball tickets, that would probably forever disrupt our friendship. Yeah, <laughs> that would be tough it would be to hard come to come from. back from. Yeah. Um, but the outfits here were incredible. I um, was really appreciative. Um, I, I loved that. Mary Cosby had to go shopping with Monica and Monica would be like, what about this? And Mary would just go, no, <laughs> Mary. I love, doesn't... I love their combination as a friendship. Me too. It's so great. Mary was like, I think we'll be doing the shop. I'll be doing the shopping for both of us. She had so many good one-liners at one point. She's talking about, they're talking about shopping and she goes to Lisa, maybe get a ring. Because Lisa just lost her $60,000 one. I was like, thank God for you. Thank God you are back. The funny I'm, thing, too, is that Lisa is like the best person to troll because she has no sense of humor about herself. So it's she's true. like, okay, I'm really upset, though, because it actually is a really expensive ring. Okay, well, it I wasn't actually saying it that much, Monica. I actually didn't say it that many times, Monica. It's like... And then but she says in her interview, if you can, Monica, why don't you afford a $60,000 ring? And then you'll be upset when you lose it. I was like, bitch, you're This is so such a gross. bad comeback. It's just like not a good comeback at all, at all. She posted a, tw a tweet that was funny, though. I'm going to try to find it. Um, I hope everyone is having an amazing day with exclusion to the fuckers who think I overreacted to losing my ring less than eight hours prior to that amazing dinner at Cary Grant's estate. Heart. <laughs> Amazing dinner at Cary Grant's estate. <laughs> that is so incredible. And she was like, I'm going to cry walking in here like this. I My shopper from Milan looks to camera, biggest waste of money I've ever heard in a sentence before, sent me these beautiful things to wear. She had like seven suitcases and she had to wear like a belly dancing skirt and like a see-through top to dinner. It's incredible. And she obviously only wore it because it showed off like her anorexic body. I know. Well, Meredith was on Watch What Happens Live the night of that episode and she said that she brought a second outfit to lisa and she was like honestly if you don't want to wear the belly dancing skirt you can wear this and lisa was like no i'm gonna wear the belly dancing skirt like she wanted to yeah she obviously was liking it i um i'm gonna cry i'm gonna it's really sentimental it's <laughs> sentimental <laughs> it was 60 g's yeah like uh, the the slow goes, oh my god the slow t the slow rate at which they talk on this franchise is kind of amazing. Um, well, we're going to get more from this dinner in this week's episode. And the one thing I'm happy about my NFL subscription is that I also get to watch live TV. So I'm going to get to watch these episodes live, not to brag. Wow, that is actually really nice. 
Then we have <laughs> no point in talking about subscription. No point in talking about Roni because literally who gives a fuck about Fall anything asleep. they're talking about? Yeah. I want to stay but, awake. Um, I am living for Southern Charm this season. Yes. I I really it's just Olivia is giving me hope. Although, although I felt like, and this is something that's interesting that I struggle with. Like, um, just my my constant feeling of like it's like a warped it's like a warped um self-esteem thing it's like it's good that i love myself and have self-esteem but it's bad that i like genuinely feel anger and injustice at the fact that like i would be single when other people are in relationships who aren't as attractive or cool as me but i do feel that way and so watching olivia's date with rod i was like okay it's like actually just unfair that i haven't been on a date like this where someone is like so nice and got gluten-free bread for me like why hasn't that happened? right right it's actually yeah, not you, it that a, hard it's actually not right. that hard but it was nice to see that like nice men exist i hope he doesn't do her wrong and then it we was have one of the better dates i've seen on reality tv it was a perfect date it was, like, was like he was funny is, he was nice and she was like oh my god my head hurts from laughing and he was like making jokes about charleston and and obviously really into her and like when they kissed it actually seemed like a little they were like a little embarrassed because it was clearly like sincere yeah it's just like i've seen so many dates on this program that are so obviously like engineered Planned. yeah and this actually feels incredibly sincere and I, i'm rooting for both of them i will say dating in your 30s though at age 31 i went on a date to a park last week and it was a really good date, but like I'm sitting there, the the park bench is like so fucking uncomfortable. It's like getting a little chilly. I'm having to like turn my neck to like look at this person. I'm like, can we just fast forward to the point where we're on our couches, like in our sweats? Like, that's really what I want. I don't want to be sitting on this like rigid, hard ass thing, like making conversation about siblings and like history uh, of mental illness yeah. in the family. I want to be on the couch and it's the comfort is there and we're we're past that that being said i also want the excitement of making out with someone for the first time yeah butterflies all that so you know you win some you lose some you win some you lose some i um don't find olivia's date that attractive i've had him very sweet i think he's hot but i was happy for her especially because she dated famously annoying austin I mean, from Austin, he's like a 10 million oh, times well, uh, attractiveness Austin, Who is literally like a beer can that like turned into a human. He's like a pool of beer he's on a, a potato. couch. That he's, he is a potato. Wait, let me say this though. The men perform on Southern Charm in a way yes. men, no other franchise no before. Other that, franchise. That's another thing going around on Twitter is like pictures of Craig and it's like, this is yes, the best housewife the best we have. Housewife. The way Craig pushed storylines in this episode, I was absolutely marveling at this. Like I was actually, it was like watching the Olympics. I'm really 100%. into the Olympic, the women's gymnastics um, <laughs> TikTok, like Simone Biles and some of these new girls, they do these TikToks and I love watching them. But I, that's like what the, watching this was like, because it was like a sport. It was like the, they keep getting more fucked up. They're taking shots and then they start talking about something else. And Craig's like, no, but Shep, like, don't you actually feel uncomfortable that like Austin might have kissed? And at one point he's like, so have you Craig's like, yes. so have you ever kissed Taylor? And and Austin says no. And Craig goes, he looked down Gets to the left from the table. He looked down into the left. And he's like, it doesn't take a spy to know that when someone looks down into the left, they're lying. I'm like, this man is doing for us 
what so few even women housewives have done in the past. He's like Tamara Judge. He's like, I don't care about friendships. I don't care who matters to me. I will push a storyline when it matters. Like he like gets Tamara, up from the table, looks to Chef, and not even under his breath goes, he looked down to the left. He's lying. I know. And it's really, and then he's at the same time pushing JT. He's like, so JT, you're kind of like in love with Taylor. Like at one point, JT's like, I haven't really dated anyone since my ex-wife, which sounds like a traumatic scenario where it was like, he had like a green card and he was in love with her, but then she met someone else. And then he's like, oh, so you're waiting to go on a date with Taylor. That's why you haven't been on any of their dates. I'm like, this man is giving us so much. It was so good. In the meantime, like who has always seemed unshakable and let's be honest, probably is looks like he's like dying inside. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. It, yeah. I mean, it would upset me. Yeah. I don't, I give it a 50, 50 shot. And Craig is like, I think it's really inappropriate and weird. <laughs> I'm like, thank God for you. I, I honestly, I was thinking about when I was watching the episode, I was like, would I be okay dating someone who is this much of a shit stir? And I think I would be because First of all, Craig is like one of the hotter guys I've seen in on the Bravo universe. Like his smile, even though he's gained like 50 pounds of like beer since he started the show and he used to actually be a male model and now is like a pillow salesman. I'm still like, you are so hot. He is so hot to me, even though he probably, I don't want to know his, but it's politics or like, et cetera. Um, I understand why Paige is dating him. And I understand why she also doesn't want to move to Charleston. Well, I think that, also, JT is doing a service that I like. This is actually my dream. My dream scenario occurred, but it was for Taylor in a way that like made me I like I just can't believe this has never happened for me. But JT basically like sits across from Shep and is like, but how could you let her go? Like, yes. Taylor's the perfect girl. That is what I want. People, If you know any of my ex-boyfriends, please, please sit across from them and say, how could you let Devin go though? Like she's so amazing. She's you marry like, that girl. You marry that girl. And by the way, like I'm sorry, but I have at least ten times the personality that Taylor does. Like I like her and she's nice, but that's as far as it goes. Like she's not funny. She didn't even get lip filler, right? She can't like sell even like a can of tequila. She can't talk. Like, she, I don't know. I'm just like she's not. I know. I know this is coming from the fact that I know she's eventually going to end up wronging Olivia and I'm going to be pissed. So I'm kind well, of against her. Yeah. But I did love that JT was like, it was just like the fact that this boys night had so many dramatic conversations. Is, it was great. It was really violating my own sexism because I'm always like, oh, my God, conversations with men are so boring. They're talking about which beetle would you be like I would which pay $200 to be there that night. I know. And like to have the conversations be like, don't you think you lost the love of your life? Oh, well, don't you think it's fucked up? Your best friend still hangs out with her. Oh, well, do you think he's kissed her before? What about this night? I was like, this is amazing. And I just want to say what I think you are probably on the same page. They've clearly Austin and Taylor have clearly had sex by this point. Yeah, they even at one point he's Shep's like, well, you probably wouldn't tell me if it's like a one night stand. And instead of a normal person's reaction, which would be like, I would never do that. That would be absolutely psychotic to do that to a friend. He goes, <laughs> Austin goes, I mean, at that point, I feel like I would just hurt someone if I told them that. If, yeah. my, if you, I kept on thinking about you and like me in terms of, you know, if the genders was flipped and if I found out, or if you were like, Carolina, you're still really close with my ex. And I would be like, yeah, well, we're like still talking. I don't know. They're, he, I'm just like a safe space. 
And I didn't tell you that like, oh yeah, well, yeah, he slept over at my house because he got drunk and fell asleep. Like this all feels so psychotic to me. I mean, I guess it's just like, let's state the obvious. And I will say it's helpful hearing boys talk about how they just can't be friends or you shouldn't quote unquote be friends with your friend's ex-girlfriend because like Taylor, I was always hurt when the Craigs of the world stopped talking to me when the Sheps of the world, as if I wish I dated Shep, um, you know, and I broke up. But now watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, why did I expect for us to stay friends? I don't know. I mean, I was trying to think about it with some of my male exes friends. Like, I actually don't think it. I just think like men are different in this way where I don't think they would think it was that weird if I was friends with one of their friends. I don't know. Like, I just feel like they wouldn't even think about it that much. Although my problem with exes is similar to Taylor's and that like they didn't think about me that much even when we were together. So I was like, oh, cool. You're going. (laughs) It's like with one of my exes, I was like going to a party with another ex-boyfriend was going to be there. And I was like, yeah, like, I guess it's just going to be like awkward because he's going to be there. Couldn't have couldn't have mustered even like a flinch from this guy. He was like, oh, yeah. Well, I hope it's not too awkward anyway. Like, and I was like, okay, like, so I just feel like they would be like, oh, you're friends with Billy Joe now. Cool. Have a good time. Um, But yeah, I mean, if a female friend, like I have had to ask people to just unfollow some of my, I'm like, can you just not follow them anymore? Like, I don't need to see your name when I'm doing my unblocking to view stories exercise. Right. right. <laughs> so, yeah. It's interesting the blocking I've really practiced like not looking at blocked accounts and my question I ask myself before I'm moving to unblock and look is do you want to hurt yourself right now and recently the question the answer is no um I'm not quite there yet yeah I understand the conversation I have with myself is Devin you need this right now like and you deserve this right. right now that's that's my problem too. the justice. I'm like, oh, oh, really? This is literally how I think about it. And like, I don't even care at this point. At this point, I'm like worried that my lack of care of like being honest about these things is to my own detriment. Like, I feel like I'm too honest about how insane I am sometimes. But the way I think in my head is I'm like, yeah, people will tell you not to look at his story. Those people have a partner to be sitting on the couch with right now on a rainy day. I don't. So what am I supposed to do? I have nothing else besides unblocking and viewing a story and then reblocking. I have nothing else besides whatever else the hell watching four seasons of Welcome to Plathville in one week. I don't have anything else. So if you look down on that, maybe you should see why it's easy for you to be grateful and it's not easy for me to be grateful because that's not a personality problem of mine, actually. It couldn't be. It's actually the world that's out to right. get me. Okay. I didn't expect me saying like, yeah, I'm not going to block people. Um, I'm not going to unblock people and view their profiles anymore. Do you <laughs> quickly be like, no, I will do that because the world is out to get me. Yeah. Everyone's relationship to you is like Lisa's $60,000 ring where you're like, quit talking about it. You're lucky you even had that. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. It's like, I'm kind of like upset to know that this new therapist that I'm doing EMDR with like 
she's pregnant. Like I can presume she probably has a partner then. So it's going to be a little bit hard for me to take what she says seriously when she couldn't possibly understand what I am going through at any given moment. Um, I'm doing EMDR right now too. Have you started it? No, I'm starting on Monday. Oh, it's great. It's wild. You get so tired during it. For anyone listening who doesn't know what EMDR thing uh, is, it's something, something rapid eye movement. Um, and it is basically for anyone who has been through any kind of trauma. Um, I highly recommend it, even if you think your trauma is minimal, just because it is very remarkably good. The studies have been incredible. It was invented by someone who saw, was watching a dog play fetch. And as they're watching it back and forth, the dog went back and forth, they realized that their eye was moving back and forth. And that was imitating what eyes do in the REM cycle. The best way I have heard is that, you know, when you're upset about something, you go to sleep and you wake up and you feel differently about it. That's because you've been processing it in your sleep. So therapists literally will make you follow their finger or I've been following a black dot on a screen over Zoom um, and then talk to you about things. And they're helping you process something like you would in your sleep, but they're directing it. It's pretty crazy. I've heard girls like who've passed out from it for like hours. I hope I pass out. That would be nice. A nice nap. Sleep is your friend. Yeah. I don't know what is going to happen from it, but I'm really open to anything right now. Um, I went That's to an acupuncturist today and he was really hot and that was hard for me. Um, that is hard. But then he was like, oh my God, tattoos are like so painful. Like every time I get one, I'm like, please remember how painful this is. So you never do it again. I was like, all right, well, no offense. Then you're a baby. And I thought I was looking at a man. <laughs> wah, wah. that's the sound that you should be making right now because you're obviously a baby i was like okay you don't get it um but i'll see if that i mean whatever i'll see if anything works and just fucking put it on me put it in me whatevs oh that's what i always say oh i want you Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I am really excited to go back to Southern Charm and away from our trauma therapist for a second. I'm really excited to see what JT has to offer because it's clear that he does have an Napoleon complex. It's clear that something is going to happen between him and Taylor. It's clear that he's going to get rowdy and that he's a very, I find, unattractive um, member of the group, but um, many people can disagree with me on that. No, it's, it is unattractive because, like, to not even be, ch- speaking of baby, to not even be chill enough to like wear a t-shirt that says big, big deck energy. He was like, um, it's related to dicks. I was like, okay, so you have something wrong there. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I feel like men who are afraid of sex, like that, that's, uh, scary to me. Whereas when women are afraid of sex, that's understandable. That's normal. (laughs) Completely understandable. But like, when a man is like, um, okay, uh, I guess I can put it on. Oh, it says big deck energy. Oh, okay. Dick energy. I'm like, calm down. You're an adult grown person. You're right. old enough to have children. Like it's fine to talk about penises. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. It's true. Big deck energy. I know Shep's just wearing his hat casually. Just staring off in the distance. I know like <laughs> being like that's... falling into a depression over his ex. I know that was the thing is like he kind of kept dissociating. And then what did he say that enraged me? I thought about if I was Taylor watching it, they were saying like, what would you do if or how would Taylor feel if like Olivia was friends with you or something? And he's like, I don't think anything would happen between Olivia and I, although I am really cool and charming. I get I was like, ew, fuck you. Shut up. Like, you're not that charming. He is to me. I um, thought you were going to say when he was kind of going over JT's comments and he was like, JT said, like, why don't you marry that girl? I mean, oh, my God, what should I like? He was <laughs> I know! And I was like, if I was your ex right now watching you casually be like, oh, yeah, should I have married her? I would I've had that said to ballistic. my face. I've literally had that said to my face by literally. I mean, I don't have to say insulting things, but by someone who was like, I mean, yeah. Do I wonder if I'm making a mistake letting this has been said to me word for word. Do I wonder if I'm making a mistake by letting you walk out the door right now? Yeah, of course. Of course. I wonder that. But, you know, and it's like. I. I also wonder what I should get for lunch. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) that's literally how you think of this situation. Instead of like JT said, instead of like, wow, look at what's being handed to me on a silver fucking platter right now. And. I don't have the balls to accept it with gratitude, like a fucking Thanksgiving feast that it is. It's true. 
Am I okay, by the way? I, someone oh, texted yeah, you're me, fine. Someone texted me about an insult that I said on the podcast last week. And they were like, LOL this. I was like, I don't even remember saying that. And like, I guess I'm just wild out here. I'm just wildly saying what comes to mind. And, you know. That's we'll what see. happens like after recording X number of episodes where I, I sometimes think like if someone, I date someone, they go through these episodes, the things they will hear that I will not have remember said, being said. Yeah, I'll be like, wait. I'll be like, oh yeah, I guess my I name's talked not about Devin. like giving blowjobs in high school. I don't. <laughs> my name's yeah, not Devin. Just, yeah, I'm like, what? It was funny. I was with Sex, the, never had it. I was with these um, Gen Z girls that I used to work with, and I love them. They make me feel so young. Um, no, they actually make me feel so old. And they were talking about having a finsta, and I was like, all right, now someone explain this to me. I was like, should I do a finsta? Like, it seems kind of fun to do that. And they're like, finsta is for like anything that's on your mind. Like you can just post whatever's on your mind and whatever you want. And I was like, Oh, so that's not what regular Instagram. Like I was like, I just do that. Like I'm like posting stuff about how depressed I am. And the other day I had dinner with a friend and she was like, Oh yeah, I could tell you've been like kind of depressed. I was like, wait, why? And she's like, you post Instagrams about being depressed all the time. I was like, Oh yeah. So I was like, I guess like what's, what would be the point of my Finsta? Cause it, my main Instagram. Instagram is humiliating on a daily basis. And then I just move on from it. Uh, okay. Um, it would be fascinating if I decided to like bear it all. Cause I feel like I, my Instagram presence is very much the cliche, like everything good here, kind of joking around, but it, everything good like, here. And, and thank you, Howard Stern for, for supporting wokeness. <laughs> oh my God. I can't do anything without being made fun of. I post one thing complimentary of Howard Stern and Devin's like, why is that easy to make fun of? Like that, I just complimented. I just like shared it because I liked it. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole with you all and right, Beth Cohen. All right, all right. Um, I don't know what people would do. It, it was kind of like when I was really depressed and like people would ask me how I was. And I was like, I don't know if you want me to answer that. Because sometimes I would answer it correctly and people would get very uncomfortable. I'd be like, I'm so depressed. Every day is climbing up a mountain. I don't know if life is worth living. And people would be like, fucking hell. Which I feel like if someone said that to me, I would be able to respond to them having the experience of gone going, like having gone through that. But I feel like people aren't ready for your emotional truth most of the time because people want to be comfortable. But that's a good way to weed people out. It's, it's true. Like, if you're not going to like that, that's kind of how I feel about the podcast, too, when I think about it or my Substack, by the way, which I should I should you promote on here it. because my grandma was like, when but God love my grandmother, Judith Howe, because she's not only the most tech savvy grandparent in existence where she's on TikTok and, you know, Instagram and everything. But she's the one who said to me, when are you going to plug? the your Substack on your podcast and i was like mimi you're so damn right when am i gonna so i have a Substack. it's i'm doing my best to get it out every week but that's a little bit hard for a girl like me and it's for the drama number for the drama dot substack.com it's about drama in my life in the public whatever um but sometimes I think, okay, am I exposing too much on the Substack or on the podcast and people listen they won't won't want to date me. Great. Weed them out. If you can't it's handle true. it, walk away. That's what I say. Oh if you can't gosh. handle my true self, then bye. Then Speaking you of which. Can leave. 
Speaking of which, I was on Hinge. Um, I saw that a chef had liked me who was very attractive, tall. I was, I was kind of like, oh my God. Oh, wow. Wait, this is very cool. And I think to myself, you know what? I don't want to do the back and forth. How are you? What are you laughing to me? And I was like, I'm going to go for it and see if he has my sense of humor. So I write a chef question mark explanation point. And then I go, mama Mia. And then in parentheses, I go, that's Italian. The that's way funny. the speed at which I was unmatched was oh. remarkable. And wow. then that's how I felt. I was like, you know what? Obviously you don't like humor. You don't like comedy. You don't like, you know, classic comedy. And, uh, Mamma Mia, that's Italian is a great t-shirt that I would wear. And obviously we're not meant to be. And yeah, chef that works is... too long hours sometimes. So maybe that's why we're not meant to be. No, I think it's good because I also think like people say chef is a profession, not unlike stand-up comedian where it's like it draws in some dark ass motherfuckers. Wow. That is good to know. And it's so... currently my like favorite thing to look I know, for on the apps. Listen, the women are into that because of what's his name? Jeremy Strong or I'm Jeremy Allen. I'm not into Allen. that because of the bear. I haven't watched the second season. I'm into that oh, because... You're different. Okay, you're different than all I'm other different. girls. I'm different. I'm into that because I think it would economically make a lot of sense. Oh. To have well, someone who could cook around, especially if the world ends. A lot of people can cook, but they aren't chefs. I can cook and I am a chef. I can cook and I don't because I'm lazy. <laughs> That's understandable. We um, are going to keep you. Um, um, <laughs> That's like um, Taylor. Taylor selling her tequila soda. She's Taylor like, I'm um, like, I'm um, like, like, um, the packaging like, is pretty. I'm like, go back to the orthodontist assistant. I love how I she's like, and I loved it. She did quit her job for a man. I will not judge her for that because Lord knows I have done crazy things in love. I've Lord literally done that. I've literally, I have literally done that. Yeah. And by the way, I have to say, Madison and Vanita is the sitcom that I want to watch for the rest of my life. They're so funny and charming together. Them gardening. Like, imagine any other. Sorry, I love Olivia and I, I love some of these male characters. But like anyone else gardening would have been the most boring scene of Fast all time. Forward. But Vanita and Madison. And by the way, they keep saying like, oh, we're so glad we're friends again. I'm like, OK, so am I like they're both so cute and funny together. And it, it makes me forget that Madison has been like truly purely evil to her core in past episodes where she literally told people that Danny had chlamydia and stuff like that. But wow, Vanita brings out the best in her. And they're so they're like um, Ethel and Lucy. Is that what those names were? Lucy and Ethel? Yes. yes. They're like that. I really agree. I love that they're immediately, and this is when you know something is true too. If a woman's intuition is stronger than a compass. Yeah. I mean, when uh, Madison, I did not know that she said that Danny had chlamydia, so that's unfortunate. But when Madison said, oh, I um, think that Austin is in love with Taylor. Yeah. I was, my ears were perked. I was like, so she knows. So it's all, so it's out there. It's out there. It's happening, people. And then I did not know that Taylor gave Madison a vibrator for her wedding gift, which. Yeah, that was what Benita was like. Okay, I know that <laughs> Taylor's having a hard time, but you can't be bringing dildos to a wedding party. And then Madison's like, I'm about to bring her a butt plug, but for her mouth. Like that Great. dialogue back and forth 
It's so also, good. Also, Madison in a pair of Carhartt overalls. I was like, only you could make a Carhartt. I literally was like, do I buy Carhartt overalls? And With I was like, like a I'm bandana just, around her neck? Like, imagine if like we hottest. wore that. I mean, yeah. she has like double Ds. I was like, I would look like an actual like carpenter son, but um, <laughs> she looks like a model. We yeah. have to keep you posted on all of these programs and some new ones as they start this week, which I'm very excited about. Bachelor in Paradise. What, what? Hell and, fucking yeah. And Golden Bachelor. And Golden Bachelor. Don't let us forget that. Um, sorry. The Southern Twain came back. I've been watching so much Southern Charm. Um, thank you for listening. And we will see you after our EMDR therapy. Bye. Stay tuned. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com.